Everyone is a character. All characters are Tatiana. Conclusion, Tatiana is everyone. You're listening to Tatiana is Everyone, an Orphan Black podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and I am once again solo for this episode. Stephanie should be back with the next episode, which will be our lengthier discussion on this episode of Orphan Black, which is episode 306, Certain Agony of the Battlefield. This is the first impressions episode, and there are no spoilers for anything past this episode. So we are spoiler free. So first impressions, I thought this was a good episode. It was a really good episode. Tons of stuff happened. I'm not even sure I can remember everything that happened. I think I might have blacked out for a minute because I was so anxious. <laughs> and I, I literally spent a significant part of, of the episode leaning forward in my seat because stuff was just stuff was happening. Stuff was happening with everybody. But I've got to say, part of my anxiety and part of why I nearly blacked out, the the Orphan Black hype machine was in overdrive this week. Like, the whole week, it was just, it was crazy. And I don't know if, if everybody's following Orphan Black on social media, but but I am. And I was reading all that stuff. And so I've basically been super anxious all week. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it felt like there was maybe a little bit too much. Because then my expectations were super crazy high, and I don't know. I, you know, it's just there, there's, I have mixed feelings about it, is what I'm saying. Because some of that stuff I like. I enjoy some of the hype, but there was just, uh, there was, there was an excess of hype this week to me. That said, it was a really good, significant episode, so I can see why they were hyping it so much and why there were so many reviewers saying, oh, you know, hold on to your hats, Clone Club. Because much like last week, it was sort of a holy crap kind of episode. Also, I have to say, you know, part of the hype, they had the poster. They've been doing the episode posters that have sort of, you know, a depiction of something that's somehow significant within the episode. And the one for this episode was a bloody grenade so the big surprise ending wasn't really a big surprise to me, you know, because I kind of thought something like that would probably happen. And so I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that kind of thing. I'm actually kind of pleased whenever I see the episode posters after the episode has aired, just because, you know, they make sense, but don't give me any clues ahead of time. But that's me. So things I liked in this episode, uh, Helen Shaver directed the episode, she directed episode 205, Ipsa Scientia Potestis Est. And so once again, she had some beautifully composed scenes. I, I enjoy the couple of episodes that she's done uh, visually. She's got a very nice style. I like it. She's also done a few episodes of Person of Interest and I think one of Elementary, at least as of as of this recording. First things first, I'm kind of glad I was watching this episode alone because I was, I was like scream laughing, scream laughing, seriously, at Allison and Donnie. You know what scene I'm talking about. <laughs> they were both 
in their underwear and they were dancing on their bed and Donnie had glitter or confetti or something on him and it was it was insane and hilarious and I loved it. And Delphine is back. I'm sure Stephanie would be like super excited and and nonstop talking about it, possibly from the very beginning of the episode and going, Delphine! But she's not here, so I will do it in her stead. And I, I'm kind of glad that she shows up and is immediately reality checking Kasima and Scott, like all over the place, because I feel like Kasima and Scott needed it, apparently, because what she was talking about, she, I, I love the line she had about how Dr. Nealon is not an idiot. Because seriously, that like that's the big downside to working at Dyad, right? Like they have, right? They have access to whatever it is that you're you're doing. Theoretically, you can't keep secrets from them if you are using their resources, you know. But still, I'm I'm glad that Delphine showed up and is doing the reality check thing and correcting their science or or pointing out. Sciency things, rather. Do Scott and Kasima. It makes me happy. Another thing I really enjoyed, Helena eating Poopock. She totally ate Poopock. Who kind of deserved it, you know. And Graham Manson did actually tweet, though, that Poopock had been eaten before. So it doesn't necessarily mean mean that we won't see Poopock again, but... But still, Poopak kind of deserved it, so. If you've been following the podcast on Twitter, TIE Podcast, you may have seen that I decided to do a first half of the season rewatch today. I don't know why, but I did. And so I'd kind of, not really forgotten, but just not been thinking about it, the fact that in the first episode we see in Helena's dream sequence that opens up the season, the end of the dream sequence is Poopak crawling out of her pregnant belly. So, so yeah, she totally ate Pupak before, and that was Pupak coming back. So, could happen again. I also liked Kasima and Shay in this episode. I realize it probably won't last, but I'm enjoying it for now. Like, you know, Shay seems like a decent sort of human being. I, granted, I don't know. I don't know. Things could turn. But so far, so good. I think they're kind of cute together. I was also pleased that we saw Kira again, a little less pleased when she was in Sarah's, you know, fever dream, delusion, whatever that was, just because that made me worry. But it was nice when she was on the Skype call with Mrs. S and Felix, even though it made me kind of sad. that She was like, is mommy mad at me? Oh, so sad. Speaking of sad, Beth... Holy crap, Beth! Now, we've talked before about how it didn't seem like Orphan Black was the type of show that would do flashbacks. And they haven't. They haven't done a flashback. They decided to go the, you know, hallucination or spiritual encounter, something like that, which I think is sort of a bold move for this type of show. And I'm, I'm liking it. And I don't really know what to say beyond that. But but it was good to see Beth. I thought that was an interesting choice that they decided to do it that way. And again, like, I don't know how else they would have done it, but 
But that was good. I appreciated that. I also appreciated that we finally found out what the caster project was doing. I know that's been bothering us this season because they've hinted out all these things. And so, oh, yeah, it is some sort of sexually transmitted defect, apparently, that... I don't know. I'm now curious about the science of that, because I don't know how that would work. But I guess we'll find out, hopefully. There are still four episodes left this season. I also liked that Paul got a noble death. Again, I'm not really surprised that Paul died. There were hints that there was going to be some sort of big death this episode. I don't know how I feel about the fact that it's Paul. I don't know. But I will say that I am, and this is selfish, I know, but I'm relieved that it's not one of our main clones. But like, story-wise, it makes sense to me that it would be Paul. And I'm glad that he got the kind of death that he did, and, and that they sort of prefaced it with that scene where we sort of find out more about what Paul's been doing and find out, you know, oh, Paul isn't isn't really a bad guy. And, you know, there's that whole scene with Sarah where she's talking about how he's the worst of them because she's never knows what side he's on. And, you know, it's true because we've been wondering that basically the entire time he's been there. So I'm glad we finally got to see that, oh, he is doing this because he cares, even though the stuff he's been doing, you know, kind of shady, but but I think with, with good intent, which is sort of, that's what we've been saying about Delphine this whole time too, right? She does all these things that are maybe not the best things to do, but she does them for arguably the right reason, like protecting the people they care about, that sort of thing. And finally, Helena came back for Sarah, thank goodness. I was pretty much losing sleep over it, because I, I think too much about this show and care a little too much, probably. But but thank goodness, Lena came back. I wasn't really, you know, I, I didn't think she wouldn't, but I'm glad they didn't draw it out any longer, because, again, kind of losing sleep. It was stressing me out. And I know everybody has lots of thoughts and feelings and questions and comments about this episode. Please do send those to us if you want us to include them in our lengthier discussion or or talk about them in our lengthier discussion to be released on Tuesday. If you want us to do that, please send them by Monday at noon central time, which is 1pm Eastern time and 10am Pacific time in, in the US. And you can send those to us in a number of ways. You can leave a comment on the show notes at tatianaiseveryone.com slash 73. You can send an email to feedback at tatianaiseveryone.com. You can leave us a voicemail by calling 972-514-7223. You can send us a voice message using your computer or mobile device by clicking the Send Voicemail tab on the right-hand side of our website. You can also record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us. You can find us on Twitter at TIE Podcast. We're also on Tumblr and Facebook. And in this episode, the poster with the bloody grenade on it was played by Tatiana Maslany. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.